Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Alrighty, everyone, it is the month of June, and I am not going to mention a thing about the Soul, Mind, and Body Summer Series. I really want to talk about June and Pride Month. This is what we have here in America. I do not know if this is a global thing, but it is basically where for a month we get pummeled through corporate through advertising, through news, through events, through parades, we get pummeled by the LGBTQAILMNOP community and all of their ideological stuff that they're shoving down our throats. I say all of this because I hate the sin. I do not hate the sinners, except for those who truly know what they're doing in this whole gender dysphoria aspect, those who truly know what they're doing, I do have a problem with you because you are trying to harm children and damage God's beloved children to never have their own children, to stop reproduction, to ruin God's creation. The people who started the whole transgender movement are absolute perverts. I've shared this on previous videos on YouTube. Who did this? And I think I'm going to do a big video this year. I did not do it last year. Why? Because we have to speak out. That means you. And how do you speak out with love so that people can accept the words that you are saying? You have to make it normal and human and loving. We have to speak and listen with our hearts. So we love the people who are the sinners, but we hate the sin. So I've had someone who was very close to me for many, many years, same-sex attracted, ask me if I damned him to hell because of my new faith. And I said, oh my gosh, no, not at all. I said, as a matter of fact, I pray for you. I love you. I want you to have freedom. I said, listen, man, do you think that I don't have my own issues with morality? So I would share, I struggle with lustful thoughts and pornography and I'm 
promiscuous. I mean, this goes back a while with this guy. Decades I've known him. And I said, so when I learned these teachings and what God told me to do and not to do, I didn't want to do that. I didn't believe it. I want to do what I want to do. I want to have fun. Life is short. Party hard. But then God opened my eyes to how much freedom and joy there is to actually not living that way. And not to mention, I kind of got to do what God wants me to do because otherwise my soul is in hell for eternity. And then I can say, you know, I know you don't get that maybe, but that's where I'm at in my faith. So I love you and your eternal soul so much that I've got to say that this isn't good for you. I'm not judging you. I am actually resting my life on the word of God. I'm doing what God tells me to do. Now, what does God tell us to do? Let's see. He wants us to speak out against sin. Ephesians 5.11 Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. James 4.17 So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is a sin. James. I love me some James. You know that's my favorite book. It's in your face. You can pretty much live according to James and not read the rest of the Bible, in my opinion. But I digress. Think about it. You know the right thing to do is to speak up. And if you fail to do it, that is a sin for you. If you are doing this, go to confession. Confess the fact that you are not courageous enough to speak up for Jesus, because that's pretty much what it is. And I'm not yelling at you. I'm just passionate about all of us doing it. Think about it, everyone. If every person that listens to this podcast follows me on social media, Facebook, for example, LinkedIn, I'm not on Instagram, but Twitter, Truth Social, Those are the four places I post and YouTube, of course, but I'm just talking social posts. If I put a meme out there, I have two posts on June 1st. I went there because I'm going to speak out from day one all the way through. All you would have to do is share that post. Now you didn't commit a sin because you did what was right. And you didn't even have to say a word. You just shared it. You don't even have to put anything in there. You don't have to put, look at, I totally agree with this or a hundred percent, you know, emoji. You don't have to put anything. Just share it. If all of us did that, then we would be get more courage for more people. The majority of people are us out there. The majority of people do not want this, can see what it is doing to the children, can see how it is damaging the fiber of humanity, in America at least. We are the majority here. So stop being so sheepish. 
We've got to bring courage in. And so what if they come and blow back at you? So what if your Aunt Susie gets in your kitchen? What, your Aunt Susie is the only one who can have an opinion about something? No. And you do not have to engage in anything, by the way. I do that all the time. I throw up a meme and I let the people beat each other up (laughs) over it. I don't even respond sometimes. Because I did my part. I planted the seed, okay? And I'm teaching people the gospel. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is a sin. We're going to do a couple more of these. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. Right now, nobody's enduring sound teaching. Nothing makes sense. Up is down, backwards is forwards. Everything is wrong. But having, okay, here we go. I'm going to go reread that again. Sorry. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. This is exactly what's happening. People are conjuring up their own rules, their own gods, so that they can continue to do their evil passions. Timothy, whoops, 1 Timothy 5.20. By the way, I don't know if I told you that last verse. It was 2 Timothy 4, verse 2 through 4. This is 1 Timothy 5.20. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all, so that the rest may stand in fear. We are supposed to be courageous, and most Christians sit on their hands and sit on their tongue. But if they saw a few, then you would be there. You would be a beacon of light, a presence to them so that they don't have to stand in fear anymore. They can also rebuke, but, but see that, oh, wait a minute, I don't have to be like that. I hope that makes sense. I may have like talked all around that, but I got to keep moving here. Ezekiel 318. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die and you give him no warning, nor whoops, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way in order to save his life, that wicked person shall die for his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Hmm. Second Timothy 4.2, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, reprove, rebuke and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Sorry, we already kind of read something like that. Romans 16, 18, for such persons do not serve the Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. And that is what we're here for. We are here to protect the naive, to protect the ones that don't know what's going on, that don't see the true evil of what these people are doing to humanity and children. They're grooming them. This is a predator type of situation that we're in. So we must speak out. I just read 
And there are 25 more Bible verses just on this one search. It's our calling, everyone. And if we do it with love, and we also share some vulnerability with our hearts, we can change the culture. If we don't do it now, what, are you going to do it five years from now when you finally get some courage and it's way worse? How do you think that's going to work? Now is the time. And I know that you have so many people behind you. And the last thing I'm going to say is this. You don't want to look at Jesus on Judgment Day and tell him that you were too afraid of being called a bigot or of Aunt Susie getting in your kitchen or of your kids telling you that you're some crazy Jesus freak that you decided not to serve him on this earth and not to be his hands and his feet and his lips and not to listen to all of the ways that he told you he wanted you to do this in the Bible. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that fearful, not courageous person here on earth because I know better and you know better too. And we can do better. And when we do better, they do better. This is how it works. When we change and get courage, others change and get courage. Courage begets courage. Change begets change. Faith grabs faith. People stick together. We have a sphere of influence in front of us that we can impact today. So let's pray so that God can give us the grace to speak his words, not ours. When that moment comes and we're all afraid and, oh, should we say something? Shouldn't we say something? Stop. Pause. Pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come. It's okay. You don't have to react. The minute someone says something, you can sit and, you know, contemplate. Think about it. You can even say, you know, can you give me a minute? I want to properly, prayerfully respond to this. That's no problem. People might actually be impressed by that. Because we're taking a moment to truly speak from the heart and not make it about us, not make it about who's right, who's wrong, and for us to fall back into our fear and our anxiety and our worries, and then all of a sudden we are the ones that are speaking and not the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Ah, Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of your Blessed, beloved spouse, Mary, both of you, please fill our hearts with truth and knowledge and the love of communicating to those who so need your mercy and your transformation and your enlightenment, Lord. Help us to be courageous speakers of the gospel, but in a loving way that can relate to others. Help us have courage to share God's word in social posts, online, and in texts where we can bring the gospel to the world so that people do know that God, God does not want this. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Alrighty, everyone. Now is not the time to be quiet. I'm so glad that I had some time yesterday just to go out there, go to my Facebook page, share it. Do your duty as a Christian. Share the truth. Call out sin. Educate others on who God is. All right, everyone, I love you all. Go be that disciple and that evangelist. You've got this. Have a beautiful weekend. Show up being Jesus. Behave like Jesus. All right, everyone. Sorry. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just so excited. I'm really geeked up about the Soul, Mind, and Body group. The link is here. Get on in there. I was just on Iowa Catholic Radio this morning. You know what? I thought it was yesterday. Seriously, people, I do not have administrative skills. I don't. I don't. My husband thinks I'm an absolute idiot. I couldn't even book our rooms when we went last time. I booked them on the wrong day, so we got charged for an extra night. He was like, are you kidding me? You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I do it all the time. I'm the kind of person who can book a flight, leaving O'Hare, going to Texas, for example, and I will actually be departing from Texas, going to O'Hare. I mean, I found that out one day, the day I was supposed to depart. I looked, <laughs> I looked at my thing and I'm like, I'm departing from Dallas as I'm sitting in Chicago. This is who I am. So if any of you have ever worked with me, you kind of know that, but I digress. <laughs> I just don't have that charism. But we can work on it. Okay. Go enjoy your weekend. I love you all. And Catherine, if you are listening to this, happy wedding. She's from the Soul, Mind, and Body Group. I used to actually coach her a couple years ago. She lives in Australia. She finally had her and her husband's annulment come through. And she is celebrating her sacramental marriage today. So I just want to say congratulations. And I know that everyone in the Soul, Mind, and Body Group is there with you praying that you have a Holy Spirit-filled day. You're probably already married by now, but just wanted to share that. Okay, I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.